All right, and welcome into another edition of Bronx Bombers Beat. I am Nate Shelton. Always excited to get in and talk to you about the latest in Yankees and baseball. Going to start things off this week with our breakdown of the series against the Braves. As you know, the Yankees came off a tough series with the Red Sox and turned right around and had the Atlanta Braves roll into town, who have been red hot in the National League and currently in first place in the NL East. Kind of a flashback throwback series to the late 90s World Series matchups. And the Braves had, took the first game of the series in a fight that went to the 11th inning. Jonathan Loisiga started the game for the Yankees, went about three innings, and then developed a problem with his throwing shoulder. Turns out he had a has a strain in it, and he's being evaluated more as we speak. Thought it was just a pinched nerve, but seems to be a little more than that. We'll see how that turns out. But it was a 3-3 game. Yankees had a myriad of opportunities to take the lead and win the opening game of the series. Could not do it. Bases loaded at least two or three times in that game. Uh, several opportunities to bring in the fu- the go-ahead run. Could not do it. Kind of been a reoccurring theme through the season with runners in scoring position, not being able to get the one hit that breaks the gate open and starts the the rally, but off and on this year, it's been an issue as it has been with most teams. But the Braves did win that game 5-3 to three in the 11th inning with a two-run home run from Enciarte just off the glove of Aaron Judge. He tried to make a play on it, just mistimed it by a half a second. So Braves came away with that one. The second game, Sabathia Pitched a great game. I'm sorry, that was the the second game we had Domingo Herman starting. Was cruising along through the first four innings. The Yankees jumped on top of Newcomb, the Braves starter, quickly was ahead six to nothing. Couple home runs by Stanton and Judge. Also a cup I think there was a pair of bases loaded walks that the Yankees pushed across, so talking about runners and scoring position, they were able to do a little better this game, getting some walks in with now having to swing the bat. Fifth inning, Herman just kind of lost his control. Didn't really know what happened, but could not find the strike zone. Tried a couple different things, just could not find it again. Once you lose control, it's often hard to get it back. But A.J. Cole was able to come in and shut things down for a couple innings and seal the six to f- I'm sorry, the eight to five win. It was at one point six to nothing. Did become six to five on a couple home runs by the Braves. But Giancarlo Stanton hit a two-run home run in the ninth inning, the eighth inning to seal that victory and tie the series. Sabathia pitches to the third game, of course, as he has been all season, was lights out, only gave up two runs in that game. The Yankees won the 4th of July game 6-2, to two, winning the series, two games to one. 
couple notes in this series. Higashioka, the backup catcher since Gary Sanchez has been on the DL, has a whopping three hits, and all of them have been home runs. Three hits, three home runs. Has earned the nickname, All I Do Is Hit Home Runs, Higashioka. And he is loving his stay up here at the Major League so far, as you can imagine. Like I said, Loisiga had a strained shoulder. Still trying to figure out if they will put him on the DL. I believe they sent him down to AAA for now. See if he goes on the disabled list with that. A um, couple other notes. Stanton, at this time last year, numbers are almost identical to this year. 21 home runs. In fact, they are identical. Had 21 home runs last year. Has 21 home runs this year. 51 RBIs of the, at this point last year. And also has 51 RBIs this year. Batting average and on-base percentage are nearly identical as well. Batting 267 and on base percentage 853 so for those that have thought Stanton was going to be a bust and were lamenting his move to New York everybody take a deep breath relax Stanton is the same guy he was in Miami and if you've learned anything with Giancarlo Stanton he heats up the later the season goes so I would expect nothing less than probably 40 home runs on the low end. By the time the season's over, I would venture to say he'll be closer to 50, if not at 50 or more. So everybody just needs to relax. And I believe the Yankee fans are finally realizing that this is the Stanton that we were expecting to get. Doesn't seem like he's been putting up crazy numbers, but he has steadily, as the season gone on, gotten stronger and stronger and being more productive. So just, you know, step off the ledge and we've got our sluggers and it's going to be okay. Now on the flip side of that, we have Sonny Gray, who, as we know, last Saturday pitched a it was the worst pitching performance I can remember seeing from a Yankee pitcher in recent memory. And for me, well, he followed it up Friday night against the Toronto Blue Jays on the road where he has usually fared better. They have given him the nickname Road Gray because he is a better pitcher on the road than Yankee Stadium. Fortunately, that was not the case to this time as in the first two innings he gave up six runs and was quickly behind five to nothing before the Yankees could mount any kind of rally. They did get a couple runs back, but never were really in it. So he has his second consecutive bad start. Couldn't even get out of the third inning again. So just things continue to struggle for Sonny Gray. Still does not know why he is struggling the way he is. Aaron Boone said that he will get his next start following uh, coming up in the Baltimore series. And they really don't have any other options at this point. And you traded for him last year. He's still got another year on his contract. And 
moving him to the bullpen, as some have suggested, with his mental struggles he's having right now, would seem to just pile on him and would, I would say, make it even worse for him at this point. Uh, Aaron Mooden did say that he is going to be working with Rothschild, the pitching coach, on his days off, try and figure out what it is that's giving him problems. Um, hopefully, they by then, he'll... Boone is saying that hope to see something different from him, maybe a little bit of improvement. Any sign of improvement at this point is going to be a good sign for the Yankees. They need that fourth starter. The good news with this is that Masahiro Tanaka will be back starting Tuesday against the Orioles. So he'll be coming off the DL. He's ready to go. So there's another starter out in the back in the rotation for the Yankees. They get him back and healthy and pitching like he did at the end of last year. And then that solves the pitching problem. Pitching with Loisiga, he'll most likely stay down in Triple A. Uh, Domingo Herman would probably be your fifth starter. Sonny Gray the fourth, unless the Yankees do make a move, which is possible. Um, good note from the game: uh, Sonny Gray pitched in. David Hale came in and pitched solid. Five and two-thirds solid innings to save the bullpen, which has been desperately needed with this extended road trip there on slash long stretch of games, 11-game stretch they're in. So any opportunity to save the bullpen is going to definitely be needed. He did give up one run, but as I said, they were already losing 5-2. to two. Unfortunately for him, he was... Designated for assignment the next day, so his stay with the Yankees was short-lived. Thank you for what you did. Now, kindly go find another job, said Brian Cashman. But getting Tanaka back will help that. Uh, Saturday's game against the Blue Jays, J.A. Happ was the starter for the Blue Jays. He has been in several rumors to be moved to the Yankees as a possible starter in the rotation his so quote-unquote audition for that was rather abrupt as he only lasted two and two-thirds innings gave up six runs Gardner and Judge started off the game with back-to-back home runs and it just was downhill from for there for the Yankees as they won that game eight to five Severino did have a couple hiccups in the game Give up a two-run home run to Kevin Pillar and a solo home run to Richard Grychuk. Three runs he gave up, which for Severino seems like it's the worst thing on earth. But if your number one starter in the rotation is only giving up the most three runs a game every now and then, I will take it. I mean, his worst day is your third starter's best day, that's, you're doing pretty good. So, that was, makes 16 straight starts for Severino with giving up, without giving up three, with giving up three runs or less. That is the longest active streak right now. Also, the Yankees have won 17 of his 19 starts this year. So, Severino has got a stranglehold on the number one spot and the ace of the rotation. Uh, a couple of positive notes. Aaron Hicks, who has 
long been the scourge of Yankee fans this season with his slow start has heated up tremendously uh has a career high 16 home runs he hit one against the Blue Jays on Friday night to just kind of get them started back in the game at least tried to it wasn't enough he hit one also against the Braves so he has been red hot just swinging the bat a big stick unfortunately Saturday he had to leave the game early with cramping in his legs hoping that it's nothing serious and he'll get back in the starting lineup as soon as possible that turf will cause problems with it and if you've got any kind of leg problems to begin with just kind of makes things a little worse best is to give him the rest of the game off and get him healthy also Chapman in that game Saturday left early his ninth inning pitching performance was cut short he left early with a sore knee has been battling tendonitis off and on all year so hopefully that won't cause a DL stint for him and just be an extra day off for him as well so coming up the Yankees as I said will be taking on a series with the Baltimore Orioles they'll start the series off with a doubleheader on Monday they have CC Sabathia starting in the first game and the second game of that doubleheader will most likely be started by Luis Sessa to kind of save the rotation and the bullpen in that Sessa of course has not had the best of luck in his stints as a starter with the Yankees so we'll cross our fingers and hope that he can at least get five innings in whether they win or lose we definitely we will not be holding out for the best in that one Sessa definitely struggles up in the major leagues um, also after that Baltimore series, they will play Tampa Bay again. So kind of a nice, tough little stretch. Tampa Bay has been red hot. Of course, they've won, had one eight out of, lot, out of 10 sweeping the Yankees and taking three of four from the Astros previously. So that'll be a tough series as it always is. Taking a look at the ALE standings and some notes from there. Boston right now, two games up in the win column on the Yankees in first place. The Yankees, of course, second place. Those two teams trading spots up and down all year. Tampa Bay comes in at 44-44, and which for the Rays, I'm sure they will take that at this point. Probably didn't expect a whole lot, especially with a very short-handed rotation. Blake Snell has continued to be tremendous for them. Like I said, they were 8-2 and two in their last 10. Kind of found some rejuvenation in that team. Not, of course, not a lot of home run pop in that bat, on their bats, but able to make, they know how to make things work for that team and have found a formula that is somewhat succeeding for them. Toronto, fourth place, is 41-47. and 47. They are... Look like they'll be starting to rebuild that team um, pregame of the start of the game Saturday. John Gibbons was asked about rebuilding the team and did not outright come and say, yep, we're starting over from scratch. But 
He said it's more than likely that that will be the case. So look to see a lot of people being moved off of them. Probably Granderson could be a candidate as he is a experienced outfielder that a playoff team could be happy to take on. And because he still has some pop in his bat, can hit a home run, run into one every once in a while. He's hit a grand slam this year. So it'd be a nice veteran to add to your team if you need one. Also, like I said, Hap is rumored to be moved. Could be some other pieces as well if he's healthy. <clears throat> Josh Donaldson could be moved. Of course, he's been struggling with a calf problem for the last part of two years. So that is a huge question mark. And then there's Baltimore Orioles, who are 24-64. and 64, Just a game below the Royals for the worst record in baseball. Um, of course, everybody knows Machado most likely will be moved. Their talks have been heating up. There's evidently been seven teams that have been making phone calls. Indians have been rumored to be in the mix, along with the Braves and the Phillies. Also, possibly the Dodgers could be in there since they are minus uh, Seager at their shortstop position. So he could possibly go there. Uh, Zach Britton could be moved. He's their closer. Astros have been looking at him along with possibly the Indians as well. They need some bullpen help. Astros tried to acquire him last year before the deadline. And the Orioles nixed that. So... He could be moved as well. So a lot of stuff will be happening in the next couple of weeks. Tread deadline kind of coming up the end of the month. So there will be lots to talk about there. Of course, the Yankees looking at J.A. Happ, like I said. Uh, also, Cole Hamels has been rumored, but he only lasted two-thirds of an inning today. So a bad day for auditions if you're a pitcher looking to be move today. Uh, Blake Snell did have a great start. He, like I said, has been very hot lately, but at the same time, it's going to take a King's Ransom to get him from the Rays, so more than likely, he will stay put. Uh, lots of Yankee fans would love to have Jacob deGrom, but the Mets are notorious for not trading with the Yankees. Uh, a little bit of crosstown envy, I guess, if you want to say. Uh, they tried to make a deal for Jay Bruce last year, and the Mets would not budge on that. So that is more than likely not happening. Plus, the Yankees, again, would have to give up a King's Ransom to get DeGrom. Probably Andahar would be in there. Their um, solid third base, rookie third baseman that's been playing this year. Bumgarner from the Giants has been mentioned, but again, they are in playoff contention, so that will most likely not happen. You're not going to trade your ace if you have think you have a shot at the wild card spot. Again, another King's Ransom for him as well. Even if he was to be moved, you'd probably have to give up some major pieces that could also help you in the playoff run as well. So not the best of ideas. Just not a lot of starting pitching out there to be had at the deadline. So we'll see what the Yankees do if they stay put with... See what they get from Tanaka in the next couple starts. If Gray could possibly start going five innings, giving you some kind of positive production there, that would help as well. Um, if anything, I think they will most likely try to acquire J.A. Happ. He'd be a low-cost 
you know, high reward type pitcher. Could possibly be some veteran pitching down the stretch. Be interesting to see what Cashman does if he stays stays pat or does make a big move. It will be fun to watch, and you know I will be watching, and I hope you are too. And I will talk to you next week.